Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button because Yus is being a little bit dour lately, <laughs> guys. And we have some big news, okay? And I know, Yus, you're going to come out mm-hmm. here with your anti-Rafinha take very <laughs> shortly. But the big news, right, is there, is that Rafinha and uh, Leeds and Barca have agreed on a deal. Um, I think Fabrizio Romano broke it today with the Here We Go tweet saying that the value should be around 58 million solid, and then I think he said around 9 million in variables. Some other uh, Catalan journalists were saying like 7 million would be variables, but it seems like the deal is going to be somewhere around 65 million euros, and we're getting Rafinha Mm-hmm. to Barca just mm-hmm. days after right the big rumors that Dembele would be staying and then today we had Aubameyang posting Dembele in the locker room which is a pretty good giveaway that we're going to actually have both Dembele and Rafinha and so you I'm going to let you take it away here and talk to us about your thoughts on this trade okay or this signing I'm going to start it with I'm glad we are able to acquire players in this summer transfer window because that was one of our biggest fears coming into it with uh, before all the economic levers were activated and we got some money. So I'm glad we're making moves on players and are able to attract players because that was an issue that we had and we were worried about. But at the same time, I'm also worried that we're spending way too much money on a player that we you know, we could have gotten if uh, Leeds did a worse job in the whole thing and for a cheaper price, but they didn't. And now we're ending up paying a... a large sum of money for a player i think the contract's around five years i saw something about 2027 so now i'm worried that we're getting this player um what happens if he ends up being like another coutinho or a griezmann or whatever and he comes in and now we're stuck with him for five years and then if he doesn't perform as well for 60 million euros we're gonna have like a maybe an umtiti dilemma where he doesn't want to leave we have to pay him all those wages and then i'm stuck here sitting like Damn, we Barca did the same thing we were afraid of and the we uh, did in the Bartomeu era. We haven't learned from our uh, mistakes and now we're continuously just throwing money because we got money. And I'm just worried. And it's not that I think he's going to do ba- poorly. I'm just worried that that is the trend that we've seen in Barca. And 60 million euros for this player on top of 55 million euros for Ferran Torres, who hasn't performed very well, on top of maybe Lewandowski for another 50 to 60 million euros. Like, we got all this money and now we're just throwing it out. And I'm afraid that we might be making mistakes. And uh, yeah, so that's. Yeah, <laughs> but okay, so there's a few things I think about there, right? Uh-huh. I mean,. Uh, number one, if we didn't sign these players and then we have an issue that f- history would tell us is going to happen, right? One of Usman Dembele and Anzu Fati, and I hope this doesn't happen, cross my fingers, but you know, odds are, based on history, one of them will go down and have some sort of injury this season, right? Mm-hmm. If not both of them. And then if you see, and then let's say Lewandowski somehow doesn't come over because of Bayern, and then we start the season with, you know, Aubameyang, Depay, and Ferran Torres up front. You would have a fit about the 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 team that we're fielding, right? That's mm-hmm. true. And the thing okay. is, it's been pretty clear that there is a plan here, right? I I think Xavi, uh, according to the press at least, has had a pretty clear intention of wanting basically two players for every position. Because if we think back to Komen's uh, last full season, right, when we were leading in the league, when we you know thought we were going to win, and then we hit that international break, we get some injuries, and then we we throw away the league title. Or last season when we're all getting jazzed up about the fact that okay, and we did we did succeed in getting second in La Liga but we thought we could make a push into the Europa League then Pedri goes down and then you know Aubameyang kind of loses his scoring touch then we lose to Frankfurt Um, (laughs) you know those last two seasons Mm -hmm. I can see were just so 
so thrown down and tore down because of injuries. And so I think it makes sense to me, this idea okay. that this squad is trying to get more depth. I think also, if you look at the fees being mentioned for players all across Europe, this is really pretty affordable, as crazy as that might sound to say, right? I mean, I understand that, of course, 65 million euros is going to sound expensive in a vacuum. But if you take it in context of what players are being sold for right now and what, you know, I think Anthony is getting like an $80 million price tag. I see some some ridiculous numbers being thrown around for players, right? Even Lewandowski, when they're trying to say 50 or 60 million euros for a 34-year-old, seems kind of crazy. And so sure. I don't think in context of what the transfer market is that Rafinha is you know, some sort of super high-tag, high-profile player. I do think, right, looking back on it, that Ferran Torres for 55 was maybe a little bit too much with the output we got. But again, he's still young and has time to grow. But saying that, right, I I don't think you're totally out of left field here with your thoughts, right? Number one, we did say we wanted the team to spend wisely. Like I was saying, I think there is some wise thought behind signing Rafinha as well as Dembele, especially considering the fact that we got Dembouz on, you know, basically half the guaranteed salary that he was on the last four years. Um, And then I think the other thing is, I mean, he could flop, right? Like that is always the worry. And, you know, just because a player, Rafinha, does good on a smaller team like Leeds doesn't mean that he's going to come to, one, a whole new league in La Liga, and two, to a bigger club, and all of a sudden, like, improve, right? That type of scaled growth doesn't always happen. And so, like, you're right. I mean, there is always going to be a fear that a signing doesn't turn out well, but then you look at people like... You know, and it's been a while since we've had a good signing. So, again, I don't blame <laughs> you for having this, like, PTSD about, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, Ferran Torres even, um, a few players we've had. But you look at Ivan Rakitic, you look at Luis Suarez, and you look at how we were able to get them, and they transformed the team. And there's a hope in my mind that Rafinha could be that. I mean, you know, it is kind of a toss-up. He could be that, or he could be the next Coutinho or Griezmann, a player who doesn't fit in, costs a lot of money, and then we're, we're you know, kind of heartbroken about it. But... That's uh, that's up to the coach to decide, and I think right the the difference between signing Griezmann, signing Coutinho, uh, is two big things. Right, there's no more Bartomeu, there's Laporta, and there's no more Ernie Valverde or Komen um, or Setien. Right, there's Javi in charge, and so I think we have to give a little bit of. Uh, belief and a little bit of trust in those two men because they've done a good job. I know you and I have often had comments about how we think Laporta is a little bit like a a snake oil salesman (laughs) as a politician. But at the same time, I mean, we had a Mm -hmm. very good transfer window last transfer window. Mm -hmm. I think we've done a good job this so far this summer, right? You can't look at the Dembele Laporta situation in any way, but seeing it as a giant W for Laporta. And so, uh, and then Javi again, it's his first summer getting the players he wants and he wants to get Rafinha. He wants to have Dembele. He wants to have more firepower up front. I'm all for it. As long as we do right. Reinforce this with hopefully Kunde or at least another center back and maybe someone else in that right back spot for the season to come. What yeah. do you think about those points? I mean, I will give you a few points there, and I think they are um, good thought and reassurance to some of the arguments I had. But I will say, like, I get the sentiment of having more firepower in the front, and I do support that because, as you mentioned, the whole thing about when our players get hurt or somebody's just not doing too hot, like Aubameyang fell off after scoring just a 
toward of goals. And then, but then I'm also thinking like, what was one of Barca's biggest issues last season? Other than it wasn't scoring at some point, it was our defense, right? We lost a lot of those games due to defensive uh, errors, our Swiss cheese defense, as, we, as we've mentioned a million times. And so I really do want to see Barca uh, put some money towards defensive players like that left sure. or right back spot. And because at the end of the day, we can score as many goals as we want, but if we're not able to hold the other team back, which we have seen in our recent history and especially in our Champions League um, quest, it has failed us many two t- times. And I kind of just yeah, don't want to live use, there. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. If you're saying we need to get more uh, help in the back line, you're totally right. I, I will say, though, like in, in addition to our constant fears of um our defense being bad in like the four years we've done this podcast the other big thing that i think is a common thread of us complaining about is not enough backups to pressure the starters right and so mm-hmm. even though again we need that backline defense and those backline starters and replacements to, to push each other we do finally have that up front right like Ferran torres it's not he's not going to get the same play time he got the second half of the season when you and i were often so upset at javi for continuously starting him because now we have rafinha Right, sure. and that's just gonna push. Hopefully, Ferran Torres. It's gonna push Dembele. It's gonna push, you know, Aubameyang. Hopefully, Lewandowski, Fati. It's gonna push all of our front line to be better because there's a next man up who we paid a lot of money for and who's ready to come in. So I, I hope that is true, and um, you know, we'll see. Right, Kunde is kind of the next big domino to fall, and see where we go. I think the one thing that's a little bit sad for me about this whole saga of us getting Rafinha and Dembele is that does look like Memphis Depay no longer has a spot in the team, and um, Depay is really cool. I liked him a lot. He's got some cool dogs. I don't know if you guys have seen on Instagram, <laughs> and I thought, you know, at the end of the season, uh-huh. him coming in the left wing, he provided some spark, as well as, like, the first month he was on the team uh, in the, the Komen days. He was, like, one of our only offensive players, so it's a little bit sad when you get those players who come in later in their career who you think might have a shot, and it just doesn't work out for them. Um, so I'll miss Memphis for sure, because it seems like we're going to trade him to uh, it seems like they're they're trying to give rumors that we're going to give him to Sevilla in return for Kunde, or that he's going to go to a Premier League club, and um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, and I mean, it does suck, but it also reinforces the fact that we need more front men, right? Some forwards here. And then there was that slight news that um, Torres had a wound on his foot. I'm not sure exactly the what that means. The wound was weird, man. <laughs> yeah, it could be a cut or an infection or something, but a, it's a very non-specific. <laughs> Somebody stabbed him for missing all those goals, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's some just like, uh, those kinds of points are good, Um if we're getting Rafinha in the, so we can cover up those spots. That, now he uh-huh. might suck, dude. Right? Like that's yeah, I, mean, I you're know. Totally right there. Like <laughs> if he just totally poops the bed in the next, <laughs> you know, season, season and a half, and like mm-hmm. we're just bummed about it, then yeah, of course. Like in hindsight, it's always going to be that that you know you had a good take and that you were right. But I, I guess got to trust the team, right? Like sure. a lot of things are a coin flip in a lot of ways, and um, with Javi and his playstyle and wanting more of those dynamic wingers to attack, I think. You know, Rafinha fits that that uh, that mold and that playstyle. Sure. Hopefully, we just don't fall into the same tactics every game, and then they figure us out, and then blah 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 blah, and then we lose everything, and then we're sad again. But hopefully, it's kind of like that second win that we had after that winter transfer window, where we came in and scored all those goals, be it Real Madrid, and that's going to happen at the beginning of this next season. But I guess we'll see. Any last comments, Adam? With that? No. 
All right, guys, smash that subscribe button and tell us what you think about the Rafinha signing. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much.